It's the Brian and Jen podcast. She is the conservative crusader. And he is our lovable liberal. Now, you wear the the cape. It's uh, the big C for conservative. It's actually a C inside of a C. Conservative crusader. Is it dry cleanable? It's it's absolutely dry cleanable. I cannot put it in the washing machine. That's what I was going to ask. And I really don't like to take it off much because, huh. you know, we're based in California. Yeah. And there aren't too many conservative crusaders running around these parts. No, that's why I wonder because some, something is fashionable as that on a lovely uh, – you are a woman who is in touch with contemporary fashion trends. Thank you. You wear the conservative crusader cape, and I just wonder, does she wash it at home, or is it seven bucks for every dry – every event where you want to go save freedom and save America's role in the world, you have to dry clean that cape? Look, sometimes you just have to rise to the occasion, I, and I, sometimes I, it's dry cleaning that's appropriate. Yeah, so, I, yeah. No, I understand that. I, I like, dry clean the cape. Uh, good. Do you have a problem with No, that? I don't have a problem with it. I, I didn't want to make it an issue. I just was simply Do you out. dry clean those Birkenstocks, lovable y- liberal? Yes, I do. Okay. We thank you for joining us once again on the Brian and Jen podcast. Well, wouldn't it be fun if President Trump thought, oh, well, Joe Biden, he's out of the way because I called Zelensky and we had an absolutely perfect call. An absolutely Perfect phone call. And Elizabeth Warren, you know, she's uh, she like, uh, you know, Focahontas. I can beat her. <laughs> uh, and Trump's, you know, uh, stretching out and leaning back. And look who's at the door. It's former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. It's the last time you'll hear the dramatic stinger on this Brian and Jen podcast. Mike Bloomberg, a moderate. He was a Republican. Ish. Huh? Full, full Republican. People don't know this. I was there 2001. Mike Bloomberg was running for mayor as Rudy Giuliani was leaving. Truly, on primary election day, 9-11 happened. Mm -hmm. The election was canceled. Giuliani endorsed Bloomberg. Giuliani at that point could do no wrong. Bloomberg. (laughs) I think that'll happen this time around. (laughs) Bloomberg won the mayor's office in New York, served three terms. During that time, he became an independent. And uh, now, of course, he's a for life, he promises, a Democrat. So from that respect, he's had a, well, he knows a little bit about every perspective because he's held them all. Uh, Is he the person? I actually think he does have credibility. Is he the person with the experience, executive experience, running the biggest city in America? Is he the person that Trump might fear even more than a healthy candidacy of Joe Biden? Yeah, I, look, I think he has credibility. He's the former mayor of New York City. He's a successful businessman. The question is, at this late date, does he have a path forward? Early on, actually, uh, around Christmas time last year, you and I were having a conversation. And as a Trump supporter, I said, OK, who of all these candidates, of all these names are we hearing, may pose the biggest risk to President Trump? And at that time, I thought it was Mayor Bloomberg. I, I don't know that that's true anymore. He he has a lot of resources. He has a lot of money to spend, and that can change things. But it is really late in the game to try to get in. He's already pretty much out of the woods in Iowa, New Hampshire, a lot of the early voting states. And so if he were to jump in, does he really have a path forward to win the Democratic primary? I think maybe what he does is dips into Joe Biden's support, and this just propels Elizabeth Warren forward. I think that it's not too late in the game for Joe Biden. I mean, my goodness, for the last few presidential cycles, we've had conversations uh, on podcasts, and thanks for hearing the Brian and Jen podcast. We've had conversations 
on talk radio, of course, cable TV, about brokered conventions yeah. uh, where you don't know the nominee until the convention. Remember, that used to be the way presidential nominations were handed out by Democrats and Republicans. You didn't know until the convention. That, of course, went away. But uh, so, no, it's not too late for Mike Bloomberg. If you're wondering, well, what did he what did he do when he was mayor? As I mentioned, it's all true. He came in as a Republican and uh, a law and order Republican. He remains a guy who supports, for example, stop and frisk. But he really is single handedly responsible for a phrase that conservatives love to use to attack liberals. And that's the phrase nanny state. Remember, Mike Bloomberg is New York's mayor trying to limit the size of big gulp drinks that people could freely buy and consume. I don't think that we should restrict you from drinking full sugar drinks. I do think we have an obligation to explain to you that that is not good for your health. And one of the ways to explain is we're going to require that um, restaurants and movie theaters, if you want to drink more than 16 ounces, they sell it to you, but they sell it to you in multiple containers, that no container should be bigger than 16 ounces. Now, if you think about it, it's great for stores and bars and restaurants, uh, for restaurants, I mean, not stores, restaurants and movie theaters, because they'll probably charge you more for two. With all the talk of Mayor Mike Bloomberg, the former New York mayor, and how he might fare as a presidential candidate or a president, is he a threat to Trump? You remember how he came out against big gulp drinks. Yeah, and see, this is this is where I think there's going to be a little backlash with Mike Bloomberg. Because he has been all over the place politically, you're going to have the far left taking him to task for supporting stop and frisk, and you're going to have uh, more of the moderates saying, well, this is a guy who wants to control what you put in your mouth. And I've got to ask you this, Brian, maybe maybe people listening to this podcast don't know, but you and I host a morning show in Los Angeles called The Morning Answer, and we call you our fast food connoisseur. You have said many times to me that your liberal activism ends where your stomach begins. You couldn't have possibly supported Mike Bloomberg limiting the size of that soda I see you drink every morning. Of course I didn't support it. Uh, it's a terrible idea. The government has no business telling me or you what size soda we can drink. I am the fast food connoisseur. Have I shown you, you the- wear the crown proudly and i have paperwork if you want to see it uh i'm your lovable liberal i'm the prince of uber but i wear my fast food crown and i tell you that no real freedom loving person wants the government telling them what size soda they can buy and mike bloomberg is someone who who legislated government's role in making that determination for you however is the saving grace that he does, as we mentioned earlier, support, stop and frisk. Is he truly one of those moderate people who has different opinions, different, dare I say, philosophies, liberal, certainly when it comes to nutrition in air quotes and legislating your drink size, conservative when it comes to law enforcement and stop and frisk? Is that a refreshing uh Take from a leader, whether he's a presidential candidate, the president or not, someone who can think differently and freely on a bunch of different issues. I don't think for today's Democrat Party it is, certainly, because, he, I, look, I'm not that old, but I do remember when it used to be something we'd celebrate to be a prosecutor. And look, but people like Kamala Harris, who uh, was a prosecutor, has had to apologize for that, taken to task by the Democrats. But really, truly, money where your mouth is, lovable liberal, fast food connoisseur, my activism begins or my stomach begins. Yes, uh, I, I say it and I mean it. Oh, oh, if you do. 
then you're voting for Donald Trump for president because he clearly, he is a McDonald's fan. We've seen him eat filet of fish. We've seen him with those quarter pounders. And this Bloomberg over here, I mean, I'm pretty sure he doesn't frequent the fast food places you do. No doubt. Bloomberg sounded a little (laughs) nutty talking about big gulps. Here's Bloomberg thinking with his head screwed on straight at the 2016 Democratic Convention. There are times when I disagree with Hillary Clinton. But let me tell you, Whatever our disagreements may be, I've come here to say we must put them aside for the good of our country. And we must unite around the candidate who can defeat a dangerous demagogue. Former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg, could he be the candidate? Would he be the candidate that could have, should have beat President Trump in a 2020 head-to-head? Finally, Bloomberg talking about leadership. Jen, you know this is the conservative crusader. Many critics of Trump, myself included, call his leadership skills into question. We mm-hmm. wonder aloud about his choice of words, decorum, uh, his, his on-the-job presidential behavior. Interesting answer from Bloomberg to a provocative question. I, I want to ask you about some of the choices the candidates are making. Um, Joe Biden has said the president encourages white supremacism. S- Bernie Sanders said the president's a racist. Elizabeth Warren said he's stirring up racial conflict. Beto O'Rourke said he is making the risk of violence like this in El Paso more real. Do you think that it's a mistake for Democrats to tie the president's rhetoric to these mass killings? No, I think words matter. When I was mayor of the largest city in America for 12 years, my words matter. The papers every day said what, repeated what I said and tried to put it in context and try to ascribe motives to everything I said. The public reads, watches, listens that, and that changes their behavior. People look to their leadership for guidance, and to say that it doesn't have an effect is wrong. Former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg Jennifer, I think he sounds presidential there. Yeah, whatever presidential means. I'm I'm really actually getting tired of people saying that we want more presidential behavior. Everybody who says that does not understand the impact and the draw of President Trump. Republicans were getting it handed to them for years because there was no backbone within the Republican Party. So I would rather have someone who shows me who he is, who stands up for what he believes in and fights like President Trump, rather than someone who can string together a nice flowery sentence and then stabs Americans in the back and in in the pocketbook. I'm tired of hearing about presidential behavior. I want to hear about what's effective for Americans. And so to hit the president on racism, white, being a white supremacist, or somehow not fitting some mold that existed in the past, he is someone who's standing up and fighting for this country and mm. for the middle of the country. Mm. And that's Michael Bloomberg's uphill battle. Can he jump into this race late? And can he connect as a billionaire like President Trump did with the middle of the country? And I don't know if he can when he's trying to ban what people put in their mouths. Mm-hmm. President Trump, you like all of that? I like it. Yeah, I thought you did. Thank you for joining us. It's the Brian and Jen podcast.